Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Well, Blue, congratulations. Thank you so much. It's been so exciting. Such a fun week. I, um, I'm going to make every day feel like my birthday until my reign is over. I'm just going to, you know, like celebrate every day. <laughs> well, you know, in, in in the current climate, the rain lasts about five minutes before the next season. But um... <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully there won't be another UK versus the world for a while. So I'll re in that until until there isn't a new one. Blue, are you have you got a mullet? I do have a mullet. Oh, I love it! I wish I could have one. I couldn't pull it off. It looks amazing. I recorded my song with Rishi, but she she complimented it too. Mum really likes my mother. So you two were in the same room? Yeah, we were in the booth together. It was fabulous. Oh, everyone thought that you would have kind of had it spliced together. No! No, she said my skin was nice and my hair was uh, lovely. She was so nice to me. I had a great time with Rue. We were dancing in the, in the booth and everything. It was fab. Oh my God, how long was the recording sesh? Well, I think I was in there for like three hours, to be honest, because um, I'm not a singer. And I woke up that day with a sore throat too, so um, I was like, oh no, I'm going to be terrible at this. But then I got there and I was, you know, killing it. It, it was like, you know, when Phoebe and friends, she wakes up with a sore throat and then she sings Smelly Cat really good. It was like that. Smelly Cat, Smelly Cat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I've actually made myself ill. Oh, well, well, if anyone can give you good auto-tune, it's, it's RuPaul's producer, so you're in the right place, aren't you? <laughs> I'm zipping my mic. <laughs> so is that, that must have been probably the most kind of, um, not intimate, but like yeah, intimate you ever were with Ru, because it's not in a competition setting. Yeah, I actually think that was the first time I ever touched Ru. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you touch her? Show us on the doll. <laughs> oh, you know me too well. <laughs> um, so, so what has life been like since the winner? You still kind of riding on a high? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, I've just been in Belfast since I've won, so it's been a lot of uh, hope, like people being like, "You were represented for Northern Ireland," which has been amazing. Can't wait to get on the road and start um, properly like enjoying it and, and uh, seeing how it affected other people which it will be the fun part I think online too has been overwhelmingly positive but there's definitely been some negativity uh, but what can you do people just can't help themselves and, and they can't see how amazing I was on that season <laughs> <laughs> well I don't think anyone ever wins and gets 100% positivity there's always going to be someone who's going to but I mean, you couldn't you couldn't deny your performance. You were actually good in every challenge. Like, I don't, and I don't think that was true of um, anyone else of the season. I was consistent. I was being authentic. My decision was right, and I uh, stand by it. Talking about Pangina. and um, what was that decision? No, I'm kidding. Obviously, <laughs> we, we that well, needs. Honest about it, I was like, yeah, I sent her home because of X, Y, and Z, as opposed to oh, well, 
she didn't do the best and that challenge bullshit for being bullshit <laughs> well I don't know if you heard the interview today on Hot Goss that Pangina gave and she was asked about you and she said that she was very um, shocked that she said she expected Bagger to, to pull her name but she said that you two were really close and she was actually rooting for you to win the lip syncs she was so sure that you wouldn't pull her name like I get that um, I understand your reasoning behind it but do you looking back wish you'd like made it more obvious to her maybe to prepare her that that was going to happen <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question actually um, I don't think so I uh, think that all of us were there to make good TV as well as compete. Yeah, and I think that a little bit of that. But um, I think that it was it should have like she should have seen her name written in the sand. Is that is that saying? Uh, because <laughs> written on the walls, written on the walls, written in the um, stars. Yeah, she she had been playing like a little bit of a shady game, so I played it back. I think that's fair Well and also I didn't fully agree With what she said Because she said She didn't expect it But you did say In deliberation I'm quite tempted To pick your name So there was A little clue there um, Are you two all good now though Because you've been Like yeah. supporting each other On social media Yeah absolutely We still take the mick Out of each other On Twitter and stuff We're, we're good friends I can't wait to see her again I think that There was like A little bit of awkwardness Brought about by the public like the people on Twitter and stuff, trolls really, that um, gave our friendship this kind of toxicity where if I commented on something on hers, I get hit. If she commented on something of mine, she get hit. It just was like we couldn't do what we were doing before, like the same anymore, which kind of made it just a little bit less fun. But um, we're over that now, and I think people are starting to forget about it a little bit I still get the messages <laughs> no Blue we're not forgetting about it for a long time you're not getting off the hook that easily you've got at least a year so strap in um, uh, What? so do you feel like um, if that same thing had happened to you because the week afterwards it um, could have happened to you because you probably were the the front runner at that point so if they had been, if someone had been strategic well it was Jujubi if she'd been strategic she would have maybe sent you home so if that had happened would you have been like fair play or would it have been like fucking hell Jujubi <laughs> in between I think I think uh, I um, probably would have bowed out with Grace I would have been like oh that's fine and then um I would have been raging in my hotel room. But I think I, I wanted to uh, do better than I did in my original season. Uh, and I think I, if I had left in the top five again, I would have been happy because I played the game. I won my own challenge solo. I killed every challenge and runway. And I would have been happy. But um, I noticed from my original season how much attention the top four get like they really truly and if you're in the top three or the top two then you get all the press and all these opportunities and it's so fun so I was just trying to claw my way to there um, <laughs> you did it so you could speak to me basically you, that's what you wanted you, you got what you wanted Blue okay it's happening <laughs> <laughs> Um, so did you kind of go in with the attitude that you were going to win? Sorry, can we can we just ask a few questions? I'm fucked as right. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> I'm getting to it. Obviously, everyone's talking about the new season. Um, do you want to tell me a little bit about the frockumentary? <laughs> what, what segue? <laughs> um, so the frockumentary, 
documentary is basically a documentary of us creating an album in uh, the pandemic off the back of Break Up Bye Bye and it's just Ambry. it's basically uh, a deep dive into mine and Davina's and Bagger's friendship and how hectic it is <laughs> well I love no, um, Bagger is in the waiting room <laughs> sorry oh Bagger hi hello Bagger hello <laughs> Better late hello. than never they say you okay I'm good to go I'm good nice to see you See ya. <laughs> so we were just talking about the frockumentary. Yeah. And Blue was saying about the making of it in the pandemic. And I love, um, you can call me Her Majesty. That was a proper banger. I would say maybe even better than Break Up Bye Bye. Ooh. Are you guys going to be making any more music together? Uh, no, I'm not really joking. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to. I'd love, I'd love to do an album every year. You know what I mean? We, we were talking about it. We want to do like um, a rock album. We want to do a, a pop album, a even a country and western album. Everything. And which Jazz. and which um, which pop stars would you like to see um, kind of as featured artists with the Frock Destroyers? Um, Susan Boyle. <laughs> 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 I would love to see I Dream to Dream the dance remix. That would be really good. <laughs> yeah, obviously, we just, I'd love like, um, just fab camp artists. So, um, I'd love um, Elton John to do a little thing with us. And, I bet he would. Yeah, Elton John, like, can write us a song. And, you know what I mean? People do say, look, like, they had never only did write that song as well. So, um, yeah, just uh, I'm to, uh, write a little bit of arrangement, and um, oh, I've just I've, I've just met uh, what's that Mabel? She's that, so I'd love to do one with Mabel. Oh, wow. These are all very good choices. And obviously, um, I've asked Davina about this before, because people, since the Frock Destroyers exploded, have always been saying they want you guys for Eurovision. Are you guys actively pitching for that, or are you just kind of waiting to see if it develops? Um, I think we have been in talks with them before. There was a, a part last year where there was actually a song and everything, but it fell through. I think something to do with James. Um, either he maybe did, wasn't sure on whether he wanted to do it or something, but they needed a backup and it was done. Who's James? Is that his name? Is that the person who did it? Yeah. Sorry, I'm really shit. I don't always watch Eurovision. I will watch it if you guys do it, though. <laughs> every year, every year, like, it's uh, when Eurovision comes out, it's oh, the Frock Destroyers are doing Eurovision, like on, on Twitter and everything. But uh, oh, we'd love to do it because it's such a big audience, and um, yeah, we'd love, you know what I mean? We, we just want to go on and rock the stage off and call Putin a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Getting political, I love it. Um, Bagger, I love the story last year of you saying that um, your encounter with Simon Cowell. Have you had any more run-ins with him? Yeah, I, I did the, uh, the... I always I only see him at the, the Pride of Britain Awards. Yeah. So every year at the Pride of Britain Awards, he, he's always there. He's there every year. And he, he's, he was... Well, yeah, some people say, like, Simon Cowell don't like... He was lovely to me. He was like... He gave me a little wink and we were... Um, he gave you a little wank? A wink. A wink. Sorry, it's this audio. <laughs> <laughs> me, 
me and Katie Piper were having pictures and he, he kept on like popping his head like he was like sticking his tongue out and uh, I don't know if you watched Drag Race but he was just like oh you look fabulous and I was like oh thank you oh he watches he probably competes he's probably auditioning uh, when there's anything to do with money he's probably watching him like oh this Drag Race thing's really kicked off around the world I want a piece of that Oh, God, yeah. It'll be drag idol next, won't it? Um, and obviously you had some encounters with Katie Price on this season. Um, some very funny encounters. Did you... Um, what did you make of her having her, like, 14th boob job last week and kind of everything that's been going on with her? Are you friends with her? Yeah, I know Katie really well. She's in Thailand at the moment. Yeah. With my, with my friend, uh, Ryan, and... Um, she, yeah, she sends me videos and she she sent me a video the other day doing match uh, Yeah, <laughs> she's lovely. Like, like I said, like, we, we all have our problems, don't we? And people are just too quick to judge. And, um, yeah, she's always been lovely to me. And, um, yeah, she's a brilliant, brilliant mum. You can't, you can't knock her for that, you know what I mean? She's, the things she goes through with Harvey on a daily basis, you know what I mean? Most people are cracked, but she's brilliant. So fans that are worried about her, would you say they don't need to be worried? Uh, but I don't know, like her personal situations and stuff. But from what I, from what I saw, she's on holiday and she's letting her hair down. Like she's, she's, like you know what I mean. She just needed to get away and recover. Her and and um, yeah, she. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to say don't worry about because I don't know what she's going through or anything. But um, yeah, just be kind and be and just think before you write something online because you know what I mean. She might be having a really bad day. So just. Yeah, like, just don't be judgmental wankers. <laughs> That's true of every situation. Um, Blue, I wondered, um, I know it's very fresh to you, but would you compete in a winner's season of Drag Race? <laughs> in the future? Yes, I absolutely would. And I would like to think that there may be <clears throat> a year or so of me being a winner. I'd like, I'd like a year or two, maybe two, to, uh, before I go back and compete. Because I just want to enjoy it and... Uh, I think uh, I, I learned a lot in my time between UK One and UK versus the World. And it showed. And, uh, what? And it showed that you learned a lot. <laughs> so, well, you won, so. <laughs> I, I, and that was during a pandemic as well, so, uh, yeah. I, I, I want to just get better first, I think, because the winners is a whole other game. I imagine. You want to get much better. Um, and Bagger, are you done now or would you compete again? Um, for the time being, you know what I mean? If you fucking roller coaster that programme. Yeah. But, um, Especially that season, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, got, I've got other things in the part, in the works and I'm doing, a, I'm doing a few things RuPaul-based, but, you know what I mean, not... Yeah, I don't know about competing... And for fans who haven't seen the frockumentary yet, what can they expect from it? Give us a few teasers. Just three whores, like, walking around the country. (laughs) (laughs) Three sluts performing on stage. I hope that's the tagline. Thinking they're the Spice Girls. (laughs) (laughs) And have you two been watching season 14 of American Drag Race? Uh Uh-huh. Have you got any opinions, any favourites or anything like that? Um... Yeah, I think it's a great season for representation of uh, trans people, which is great. Um, and I think that it's 
been a really long season, but it's been really good. And I bet you any money, I'm saying it right now, that the winner of this lip sync perusa thing tomorrow will have the chocolate bar. I just bet you. I bet you any money. I, uh, the, you mean the loser? Oh, the loser, yeah. sorry. Oh. Thingy, whatever. I agree with you. I think they'll be. T- I think they'll eliminate two, and then one will have the chocolate. But I think one will have to go at least one because I mean it's getting ridiculous now. I'd love to see one person go at least. I want to see <laughs> someone go home. It's been like three weeks. <laughs> well, thank you both so much for talking to me, and I just want to say you both absolutely killed that snatch game. I mean, you don't need me to tell you, but I was properly laughing out loud at both of you. So, thank you for giving the world that, and congratulations again, Blue. On your win. Sorry, Bagger. We're British actors. We're from the land of Shakespeare. We're always going to match games. <laughs> You're proper lesbians. No, thespians. Yes. Um, thank you for talking to me and have a good weekend. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yesterday. Look at the Irish. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, Ed. <laughs>